0: eftm
1: tech cars lifestyle this is the eftm podcast with Trevor Long.
2: eftm g'day g'day great to have your company welcome to the eftm podcast great to be with you for another week uh it is july a new financial year time to save money not spend money isn't that the way it feels it feels like we're, we're encouraged to spend all our money in june as a business owner or a small business person and then I immediately go into panic mode come one July, because I worry about how much the tax bill is going to be. I worry about cash flow for every single month of the year coming up. I just go into panic mode, um, and that doesn't go well for my wife. Because when I'm in panic mode, my wife thinks the world's ending. But I'm just—it's just business for me. I'm—I just—I mean, you think she'd be like, "No, by now, okay, we have actually been living off this idiot doing his own thing now for four or five years, so it must be going all right, so I shouldn't do it stress too much." <laughs> but she does worry. She does worry. Um, but, uh, yeah, we go from spendings, like, and I literally did go crazy for the last, I mean, literally on fr- Thursday, was it Thursday, the end of the last financial year, the 30th, took the kids to JB Hi-Fi, and they are going to review two beautiful new laptops um, because I was thinking about back to school. And why would I do that in January? One of them's going to high school next year, buy new laptops. And it was a great, you know what? It was a great experience. I knew, I didn't know what I wanted in terms of models, but I knew I wanted, you know, i5 or i7. I knew I wanted uh, not a 15-inch laptop. I knew I wanted 8 gig of RAM and 256 gig hard drive, everything I say here. And it was great. Uh, JB Hi-Fi, not a sponsor, by the way, um, the computers were pretty much lined up in price order and size order. So we looked at this great Dell. It was a lovely thing. And then I went, oh, God, it's 15 inches. Like, it's a big computer. You've got to take these things to school, kids we went around in the next aisle and there was some Lenovo's and stuff. And this lovely guy whose name I was going to say is Rick, maybe, um, JV Hi-Fi Hornsby. I did ask him and I feel rude not knowing. Um, I was like, you know, I I wasn't playing ignorant. I wasn't pretending. I didn't know what I was talking about. But he's the guy that knows every one of them. And he pointed out a couple to me, which were in a great price. And we ended up, you know, paying like $900 each for Phoebe and Harry to get the exact same laptop. And it's phenomenal because they've been looking at them and using them ever since, and Harry's folding it over using it as a tablet and yeah I yeah it's been it was a really good experience and the quality this lenovo i don't want to say they were idea pads anyway really nice quality this kind of uh, matte uh, material, not shiny plastic uh, upfiring speakers next to the keyboard it was like really good quality touchscreen um. Yoga mode tent, all that kind of stuff. It was really good. It made me realize how good the quality is at under a thousand bucks. Now, sure, at under six hundred, it starts to go downhill with plasticky and and the the quality and stuff. But it was excellent, and it was a really good experience too. I I enjoyed the shopping experience. I didn't feel sold to at all. Um, yeah, it was great. It was really good to to actually stand in the store and and do what a lot of people ring me and ask me to help them with, and that was find a product. Anyway, a few calls to get through today. We're going to talk everything from, I don't know, antivirus to hard drives to Blu-ray discs. Uh, You name it, we got you covered uh, right here on the EFTM podcast. This is the EFTM podcast. Thank you for listening. Trevor Long taking your calls. Katie's on the line. G'day, Katie.
0: Hi, Trevor. What can I do for you? I'm just inquiring about um, travelling overseas. Hey, how good is it? Yes, wonderful. Very excited to be about to see my grandchildren for the first time in three
2: years. Where are you
0: off to? We're off to Cancun in Mexico, of all places. Cancun.
2: Wow. How old are the grandkids?
0: They are seven and five, so they're with my daughter and son-in-law, and um, they actually live in Russia. We haven't seen them for three years, so uh, we're all meeting up over there, so
2: excited. That's awesome.
0: But with all this um, talk and that that you hear about luggage going astray and that, um, I'm just wondering, uh, I was looking at the Apple AirTags, are they?
2: Or, oh, um, my God, yes. Um, I actually literally three hours ago did this on the Today Show and Carl, oh, right. Carl literally had no idea that this existed and I'm blown away that more people don't. But, yeah. hey, it is what it is. Seriously, yeah. the best investment you'll ever make. Not, really? not a guarantee to get your luggage back, let me be clear, but a guarantee wow. you always know what's happening. So uh, the AirTag, if if you know basically, is a little device the size of a 20-cent piece. Um, yeah. You buy a pack of four. I bought eight because I knew that I wanted one on every set of car keys in the house. I've got one in, you know those little, little wallets you get that you put your passport in when you travel? I've got one yeah. in there. There's like a little yeah. zipper in there where you put coins. Stuff the yeah. coins. I put an AirTag in there. I, I then opened up my luggage and, you know, most luggage has a zipper on the inside which allows the kind of lining to be opened, I shoot yeah. for inspection. I opened that and I put some gaffer tape down and I stuck one in there. Um, right. I bought a, a luggage tag for one of them so the air tag's actually on the outside and hanging off it. Um, yeah. I have one in my backpack. So when I travel on, on a big trip like CS in January, I take three luggage bags, a backpack and my passport folder And what I do, when I land, land at LAX, for example, right, you walk down, you're in um, waiting for immigration, you're normally in a 40-minute queue um, before you even think about your bags. So I open up my phone, I open up the Find My app, and because it's been about 20 minutes since the plane landed, my bags have since been removed from the plane, the baggage handlers have been near them, they've been moving them, and every single iPhone in the world is a search party for your air tags and they don't do anything, but just by walking past your bag, someone with an iPhone is updating the location of your bag. Amazing. And when you open the app, what the peace of mind, I had this two weeks ago, landed in Sydney, long day, really keen to get home, but stressed in my, is my luggage here? Open up the app. All my bags are in Sydney. That's all I care about. Okay. If it's going to be half an hour, I don't care. But if, I'm standing there for half an hour wondering, are my bags in Sydney? Then you start to second guess everything. You start to go elsewhere looking for them. But with the AirTag, I know they're in Sydney and that's the, that's the peace of mind they offer. They do give you a bit of a sense whether they're out the gate or whether they're in the building, but it's not accurate enough to know it's coming up the luggage carousel, but you know they're in the city you're in. And if they're not, when you file a report with the airline, you can at least start telling them where they are. So, where they are. Yeah.
0: Sounds amazing. You've sold me.
2: Well done. Enjoy them. 145 bucks for a pack of four. And yep. and honestly, don't think about just travel. Think about when you're home. Keys, backpacks for kids, whatever the heck you've got, put them on okay. everything.
0: <laughs> Great. You've sold me. Good on you, Thank Katie. Thank you very much. Cheers. Thank you, Trevor. Bye-bye. Anytime.
2: Cheers. Um, you know, I was literally talking about this morning on the Today Show and because I put them in the the best gadgets under $150. And I'm telling you, they are. And it's funny, I was talking to someone the other day about why they're not on sale in more places and it's the fear of the button battery. Big retailers don't want to sell products that use a button battery. I mean, okay, if I was a big retailer, I would make a different decision. I would say, firstly, any product with a button battery must be placed at 1.6 metres high on any shelf or or, or higher, okay, or whatever the, you know, Someone can do the research, right? What is the the best number? Um, Secondly, we will sell button batteries as replacements, but they will only be, I think it's Duracell, that have that um, bitter taste coating. So if a baby, a toddler, a child chooses to eat a button battery, they will spit it out. It tastes so disgusting. Um, And secondly, I would say to myself, you know what? If you're buying button batteries, taking them out of the complex packet they're in and leaving them in drawers, I think you need to take a second look at yourself, folks. Um, Button batteries are safe when used correctly. I would put the AirTags in a great little holder like a a luggage tag and um, that makes them even safer because the battery's harder to remove because it needs to be taken out of the case. So that's better for kids. And by the way, breaking news, EFTM. AirTag key ring holders coming very soon. Um, I think seven different colours. So, heck yeah. That's how all in I am on AirTags. So, you know, I'll let you know when. It'll be probably a month, but we will have, at shop.eftm.com, we will have AirTag key rings. Yes. Very cool. <laughs> Taking your calls, Trevor Long here on the EFTM podcast. Darren's on the line. day, Darren. Hey, Trevor. How are you? Really good, mate. What can I do for you? Trevor, just a quick question. Um, we're coming up to look at anti-Norton virus uh, on our computers and wanted to know what the best options were at the moment. So you've got it now. It's just up for renewal and you're just keen to know what's out there, yeah?
3: Yep, yep. Very true.
2: You know what? It's kind of like car insurance. Um, <laughs> they all do the same thing. Um, some of them vary in price. Some of them have slightly better op- offers. So, you know, um, to use the car insurance analogy, one of them might offer you windscreen protection for free. One of them might charge you for that. One of them might give you a rental car. One of them might not. I I look at the big four, and they are Norton, Kaspersky, McAfee, and Trend Micro, and I, I'm glad you're in, in that space because I'd always want you to be in that space. So that's the first yep. thing I'd say is they're your big four and you should be with them, not because, like the banks, they're the big four that are taking all the money, but because they're the ones that know uh, viruses and malware protection better than anyone else. Um, so I would have a look at the offerings from each of them. I have a, you know, Trend Micro or a sponsor, uh, uh, an advertiser at EFTM. I think they're great. Uh, Trend Micro have great right, across device protection. So I have Trend Micro here on my Mac. I also have it on my iPad and on my phone, and that's under the multi-device. So I get like six devices, I think it is, for my subscription. Um, you probably don't need it for yourself, but you know there's parental controls and stuff like that also built in. One of the things that I use on the Trend Micro is there's a VPN. Um, so when yep. I'm away, I can, I can VPN back into Australia. Um, the safe web protection. See, we're talking about things that are not antivirus – but SafeWeb mm-hmm. means that when I get a, a text message and I click on a link because I'm an idiot and I didn't realize it was a scam, it actually yep. stops me and goes, mate, you're an idiot. That's a scam. Um, doesn't say it like that, but you know what I mean. yeah. Yep. So I, I like, might need that one. I like that it offers those things. So I'd, I'd love you to consider and to check out Trend Micro. Trend the Micro, Yeah. most important thing is that you stick with a level of protection like you've got now. Um, shop around and, and get yourself a good deal, mate. Um, you're, you're in the right space. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah, what like
1: yeah, and Trev, I mean, obviously we have it on our um, computer yep. at the moment, and we've had it on laptops, but never—I don't think I've ever sort of considered downloading it to my smartphone.
2: Yeah, well, so the the reason you put it on your smartphone, and this is like I, I, I copied a bit of grief when I did—I think I did a TikTok or something on it—and people were like, yeah, you're just a shill for those companies, whatever. Uh, in my in my view, unless you truly and and one hundred percent trust yourself then what this does is it second guesses pretty much everything you do. So every text message you receive, hey, it filters the scams into a separate text message box. But most importantly, if you do click a link in a text message, it's there to to stop you being scammed. It will stop you going to scam links, both via web searches, via emails, or via text messages. It's there to stop you clicking on a link that you shouldn't click. And for that purpose, I'm all in. You know what I mean? Like yep. that's what you need it for on a mobile phone, not for viruses. Mobile phones don't get viruses. Mobile phones are the place where we get scammed and these, scammed, these yeah. systems will help you. They are not, and I want to be clear, there's no guarantee you're not going to get scammed because the first person to get anything, whether it's a virus, a malware or a scam, is always going to be the first victim and it's everyone after that that they learn from, unfortunately, but yeah. you know, uh, better to have it than not.
1: Excellent. Sounds like good advice.
2: All right, mate. Good luck. Happy shopping. Thank you, Trevor. Tuesday, Cheers, mate. Have you, a good mate. one. Good Bye. On you, you too. And, um, you know, it's great. It That's as simple as that. It's 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 a level of protection that stops you doing something that you may later regret. On your phone, that is. Not in life. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, Norton, Kaspersky, McAfee, and Trend Micro. There's your big four. There's the ones you can choose from. And if you're a loyal supporter of EFTM, I'd love you to support. Tread micro.
0: EFTM. You're
2: listening to the EFTN
0: podcast. EFTM.
2: Thank you for listening. Shirley's on the line. G'day, Shirley.
4: Hi, how are you going?
2: Very well. What can I do for you?
4: I want to know where you can buy the um, straps for the um, space watches.
2: Oh, uh, Space Talk the the kids watches yeah
4: yeah yeah
2: your your kids or grandkids got one of those do they
4: my one of, my grandson's got one yep. and he's broken the strap off oh, and right. they just sort of clip on yep but um I actually bought the watch from JB Hi-Fi but they oh, don't
2: I was going to say I don't think they sell any accessories for them they, they they sell the watches but not much else isn't it
4: yeah nobody knows anything about them where to get them from
2: well the good news is uh, you got access to the internet. Yes. The Space Talk – so Space Talk's an Aussie company, lovely people. I think they're in South Australia from memory. Um, I could be wrong. Um, But they're a lovely Aussie company and they sell accessories online. Spacetalkwatch.com is their address, spacetalkwatch.com. Spacetalkwatch.com. Yep. And and I just had a look. uh, In their shop, obviously, they sell the watches, but there's also a section in the shop Called by Space Talk Watch Accessories, and there is a Space Talk Adventurer band strap for forty dollars. Um, there's also, and I didn't know this existed, a nice little um, charging stand. There's some cool things there, so you um, huh. might have his birthday and Christmas covered there. Yes. All right. So spacetalkwatch.com. spacetalkwatch.com. That'll get you going. All right. Okay. Shirley, Thank you very much. My pleasure. Good luck and uh, happy Good shopping.
4: Okay, thank you. Bye.
2: Good on you. Um, easy one there. Trevor Long, take any calls. Peter's on the line. G'day, Peter.
3: G'day, Trevor. How are you going?
2: Really good, mate. What can I do for you? Um,
3: we're just having trouble when we're trying to access Netflix on our TV. I'm not sure if it's the remote or the TV or the Wi-Fi, but mm. I'm having to keep turning the router off. Back on, uh, come back out. Sometimes turn the TV on and off, and then eventually we can get onto Netflix. Um, And sometimes now, now it's
2: just the TV that's having this issue, is it?
3: Yes, yeah. So our phones and that we've got Wi-Fi on. Yes,
2: and they they seem to be working fine. No issues. Yep. So, what are you doing? Anything other? Anything else? Internet based on the TV, or is it just Netflix?
3: Oh, you, just the streaming devices, uh, devices. Yeah, no, nothing else.
2: Yeah, right. So, and how far is the TV from the modem?
3: Oh, 15 meters. Fifteen meters, I guess. It's
2: not that that far. Uh, kind of the other side of the room, or is it a few rooms away?
3: A couple of rooms away. Yeah, right. down the corridor, sort
2: of. Yep. So there's a bit happening between the TV and the and the modem. Um. Does the TV give you any indication? Like what happens when you load Netflix? Does it just sit there spinning wheel or does it get you in and it just won't show the, the programs?
3: Yeah, the, you know, I check the internet settings and there's no uh, – hasn't connected to the Wi-Fi. So I try and connect and it won't. So, then I go so the TV
2: it says the it's not connected and then you turn it all off, turn it back on again and it is connected and then it loses it.
3: Uh, yeah, well, if, after I've done it a couple of times, eventually I can seem to get it to go. Right. But at the same time, sorry, <laughs> separate – well, separate on issue or not, I'm not sure. But when I try and click, connect to Netflix, sometimes you get the screen up with the apps on, Netflix, etc. and behind that on the TV, you've got the sound going of the TV.
2: What sort of TV well. is it, mate?
3: Uh, Sony. What year? Oh, i be five or six years old.
2: Okay, yeah, so it's it's got a bit of life in it. Um, yeah. You know, because you're right. It, it could be either. Uh, that's the challenge. Is um, I, I often like a bit of trial and error in these situations. You know, how do we yeah. how do we trial and error our way to determine exactly what the problem is? Now, nothing else is giving you internet problems. So your laptops, your phones, you're not seeing internet problems. So that kind of doesn't indicate that there is an internet or a Wi-Fi problem at all. Um, right. But the TV being on its own doing this kind of indicates that. But could it
3: be the remote?
2: Nah, I mean the remote would just allow you not to launch the app. It wouldn't stop you from – you've gone into settings and and found that it's not connected, so it's not the remote. Um, But it's a challenge between – I mean, obviously, you don't have to get a new TV just to fix this problem, right? And also, that might not fix the problem. Um, You don't want to have to – I I mean, I'd love you to buy a brand-new Wi-Fi network, but I don't know that you need to. So the cheapest thing I think you can do to truly diagnose it is to go and buy a Google uh, Chromecast, a Google TV with Chromecast, or Chromecast yeah. with Google TV, I'm sorry, it's called, 99 bucks. Yeah. JB Hi-Fi, 99 bucks. You plug it into HDMI port of your TV, yeah. set it up, and it's got Netflix, Stan, all those things. It's got its own Wi-Fi. It's got its own independent everything. All it's doing is sending a picture to the TV, and the TV right. shows it, right? Now, yeah. if you plug that in and it streams Netflix beautifully and it's all good, then... The TV is getting on in life, so it's now just a big screen and you've now got this great little device called a Chromecast with Google TV, which is yeah. going to solve all your problems. If you plug that in and it doesn't work, then I've just sold you something that will only work when you upgrade your Wi-Fi network. <laughs> but the good news is that little device that you bought, 100 bucks is actually yeah. it's just so great. Um, you can plug it in on another TV that's not smart and turn it smart. There's so many things you can do with it. It's not a bad thing to own. Uh, and yeah. if that is the case, then you need to upgrade your Wi-Fi network. You need a what, what I call a mesh network, and that's it's yeah. normally two little boxes. Netgear make the best ones, the Netgear Orbi. Uh, you know, four hundred and fifty bucks upwards. You can spend a lot, but you would only need the, the basic level one to yeah. get to get this problem solved.
3: Okay, so if some like last night, we were just sitting there trying to watch something, and um, the remote was just sitting there, and all of a sudden. Coming up on the TV was another screen. It was um,
2: – Just randomly all on its own? Yep. <laughs> Mate, I would factory reset the TV.
3: Well, I tried. I was just going to say that. I tried, went to factory reset and, and went went to push on the yes and nothing happens.
2: Have, have you got anything plugged into the TV in any other boxes like a Foxtel or a Fetch or Apple TV or anything else plugged into it, like in no, a HDMI just a, port?
3: Just a DV player, that's all.
2: A DVD player, yeah? yeah. Have you played a DVD and had this happen while you're watching a DVD?
3: Uh, no, Some them, my daughter was watching one day before, and no, they didn't have any problems there. So,
2: so that that tells me that when you plug something in HDMI, so like the yeah. Google Google Chromecast that I suggest, yeah. it it won't it won't randomly do these things you're you're suggesting happen to it, right? Yeah. So that's only happening when it's in you know free to air TV mode and kind of in its own operating system but when you're watching something else coming into the tv sounds like it's okay whether it's a dvd or hopefully if you plug in this chromecast with google tv i think you'll find yeah. that will broadly solve the problem it sounds like the tv might be on its way out let's be clear <laughs> but that's okay yeah. it's a conversation with the family to say next year new tv and we're going to start saving up for it now uh, you know so time. it
3: couldn't be the remote going haywire i and mean, just picking up these things.
2: i mean it could be but that doesn't explain why you're not able to watch netflix
3: yeah, I know. Yeah. Do you know what I
2: mean? Yeah. Like, it sounds yeah. like there's actually two things going on. <laughs> one is yeah, one is connectivity. You know, it's not getting Wi-Fi. And the other one is the yeah. remotes going. Hey, why change the batteries? Um, change all the you know uh, um, yeah, terminals. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and the other thing is, look for a go, look because it's a, a Sony. It's pretty good yeah. TV. Go and buy a universal remote, just a cheap one
3: that okay, will yes, that will so work on of that. that. Yeah, okay, I'll do that. Yeah, yeah
2: that, that's the yeah. other thing. I'm spending all your money on you, but uh, <laughs> I think you'll get a solution there.
3: Yeah, all right. Thanks all right, very
2: much. Peter, good on you, mate.
3: Thanks, mate. See good ya. on
2: you, mate. Thanks for getting in touch. Right. Um, you know, can't say I solved his problem, <laughs> um, but a lot to try. And let's be clear, there's not always just an answer. Sometimes you've really just got to go at these things to, to find out what might solve it. EFTM. This is the EFTM Podcast. EFTM Podcast. Great to have your company on the AFGM podcast, Trevor Long. Taking your call, Darren's on the line. Good day, Darren. Good day, Trevor. How you doing? Really good, mate. What can I do for you?
1: Yeah, I was listening to might be one of your older podcasts the other day, just flipping through on the Spotify, and information come up about um, network um, storage. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one of your other uh, callers was asking about storing his DVDs and stuff and having access to that on his various devices. And I was having a look at some of the available um, options from yep. a, a few uh, suppliers there, and I was just wondering, what, what, is, what is your recommendation? I mean, I've got DVDs that go back a while, which I'd like to be able to actually store digitally and be able to watch on the PCs and other devices.
2: Yep, yep. Well, look, the first thing you need to think about is actually not the storage, it's the how. Yep. Um Because lots of DVDs, lots of Blu-rays means you're going to need to get them digital you need to convert them now I, I, it's going to be 10 years since i've ripped a dvd okay so it's yeah. it, it's a, it's a task i would set yourself at now pick a disc um and and learn how to do it because it's not going to be easy um there will be software out there though whether it's legit software or <laughs> otherwise <laughs> yeah. essentially what you want is you want something that, that what we call rips the the disc So ripping the disk is the first thing. Once you've ripped the disk, then it's a file on your computer and then then you're off and running. You can do the next thing nice and easy. Um, From there, what I think you want to look for is what I call, well, what everyone calls a network-attached storage, NAS. So a NAS is is the perfect solution because it sits anywhere in the house as long as it's plugged into your network. So, you know, you can spend a lot of money. I've got a QNAP one, um, which has got eight bays, which means eight separate hard drives can be put into it. Mm-hmm. And, and each of them can – you can put a one-terabyte hard drive in there. You can put a, I think I've got 16 terabytes, so that together they they add up to a whole amount of storage. But basically
1: yeah, – are they, are, they, are they SSD or are they just uh, normal no, um, they're, they're mechanical normally drives? No,
2: they're normally just mechanical hard drives, and you can you can just hook them up. And, and because you're not really – you don't normally work off them. You don't need SSD, right? So yeah, I don't enough. think you'll have that problem. But Synology, um, QNAP, they make good products. You, you might only need a two-bay NAS – That'll give you enough storage that you need to get through, right? But well,
1: I've got a couple of hundred discs, so would that be enough?
2: Well, work do some do some numbers on what one disc is going to be, and then amplify it out. If you get a four bay, then you can have the redundancy that that works really well with you know one drive failing, and then you know you're going to live with this thing for a long time. So I would invest in it. I, I'd spend yep. a bit of money on it, get a four bay, get lots of storage, and then get one that supports Plex. Plex. Yeah, I had
1: and, a look at that Plex um, system just online the other day. That looks like a could be a very, yeah, very it's, interesting Yeah, it's app. awesome.
2: Plenty of TVs support it. So then you can just open up your TV, launch the Plex app, and you're scrolling through all your all your movies, mate.
1: Sounds great. All right. Yeah, Perfect. mate, thanks for that info. All right, but, Darren. Um, look forward to giving it all a try.
2: Yeah, good on you, mate. Good luck. Thanks for your call. Cheers, Trev. Thanks Cheers, for buddy. that. Thanks for getting Bye. in touch. You can get in touch. Go to the website, eftm.com. It might sound crazy
0: what I'm about to say.
5: Travel belongs the world's best techie
2: Carl or Hadley or someone heard that song. <laughs> I'd never hear the end of it. And I don't mind playing it now and then. I know some people are sick of me playing it, but I don't play it every week. Calm down. It's all good. But I was uh, driving home from Channel 9 this morning uh, to do the podcast and uh, Bobby McFerrin came on. Now, it's different. Happy, right? Because it's Don't Worry, Be Happy versus 4L Williams. Happy. But uh, it did make me think that's just legit. That's the go, isn't it? Don't worry, be happy. It's all good. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think we overthink things sometimes. I think we overthink things. Anyway, uh, good times, classic hits, and great rock and roll here on the EFTM podcast. Taking your calls. Just go to the website EFTM.com, dot uh, com. Just practicing. You know, it's like a I don't know uh, audition for nothing. Anyway, uh, you know the drill, folks. Uh, we'll help you out. Get in touch. Go to the website. Um, lots of stuff on the website as well. So. Uh, Have a look at it all, Uh, great stories and lots of tech news to cover this week on Two Blokes Talking Tech. But for now, let's keep going with calls. Thank you for listening. Trevor Long taking your calls. Lisa's on the line. G'day, Lisa. Hey, Trevor. How are you? Good. What can I do for you?
4: Um, Trevor, I live in a large rammed limestone house.
2: What is rammed is... limestone? <laughs>
4: it's like rammed earth, but um, but we made it out of limestone. I don't so even know what wall... that is.
2: I don't even know what rammed <laughs> earth is. Is that like mud, a mud home?
4: Sort of, yeah. And the walls are about um, 300 mil thick. Oh, wow. And it is a U-shaped house that is 25 metres by 25 metres. Okay. Um, and I'm having difficulty getting wi-fi through the entire house so i was wanting to put a mesh system through and i didn't know what would be given the thickness of my walls um i didn't know a how many um number of um little pods that i would need and um, what type of net gear would be the best one to invest in
2: so look the the simple answer is uh, the more you pay, the better it is. Um, yep. But that kind of doesn't answer the, the specific first-party question is I think if you're in a U-shaped house with super solid walls, um, I would think you need at least a uh, two-satellite system, which means it's a three-box system. One's a router, yep. two satellites. Um, the great thing is that you can always add. So what you buy doesn't need to be the final solution. Now, that's okay. not that means you, you might end up spending more but that's only because that you know you needed better Wi-Fi and, and if that's the case what do you have today and and where does it reach that's that's my first important question.
4: Um, what I have today is I'm on um, 4G mobile broadband because we don't have NBN running past the farm uh-huh. and I just have um, a router that is in my office. And it reaches across to the other side of the U, but not to the far corners. If that makes sense.
2: Okay, so it's just a small uh, kind of nothing special about that that router or, or Wi-Fi no, thing. No, nothing, nothing
4: and, special.
2: And if if it, it does go across to the other side, but but not far enough. Yeah. I, yes. I think I think genuinely you, you're going to be great with a with a three system. Now, what you do is you. It doesn't matter which of the three it is, but you put the. The current modem that you've got does it have a plug-in port so you can plug a computer into the back of it? Yes. So you plug the Orbi uh, into that, the router, right? And that then creates the ne- the new network. And then you take the satellite. Um, like I'm thinking, you put. You know, I'm trying to describe it in a U, right? So if <laughs> you think of the U, halfway up each of the each of the top, you know, U's, uh, the yep, top yep. top legs, um, halfway up each, you put. You put a device, and then in the middle of the bottom you put a device. So you kind of got this got clear. Don't put one all the way at the top of the U because then you're wasting Wi-Fi into the farmyard, which is fine if you need it. Right. But but basically, just start with the with the property, with the building. So halfway through each of the three kind of distinct areas yep. um and it doesn't matter which one which you put the modem put the modem if you're using 4g put the modem where the best 4g signal is right and then your two satellites you plug in separately you use the app to set them up it's very very easy and i think you're going to get phenomenal Wi-Fi. i think you'll end up with with great coverage across the whole home with a three set because you'll get consistency like across the three and across yep. every part of it um and I think that's all you need. So then the question is, which one do you get? Because there's essentially three different Orbeez. There's probably more, but there's a, a really affordable one at $449, let's say. Then there's, yep. and I'm talking about three packs here. Um, and then there's yes. the $1,199 and then there's the $1,749. Now the $1,749 is, is ideal for me. You know, I've got 60 things connected. I've got Wi-Fi lights and sirens and all that stuff, you know. Um, lots of, you know, kids using it, all that kind of stuff. The middle of the road is probably the best solution if you can afford it at 1199 because it means you're going to get unbelievable Wi-Fi, you're going to get a pretty good reliability, and you're going to get expandability. The more you add to it over the years ahead, it'll be pretty darn good. If 449 is more your budget, you will definitely get great Wi-Fi. You'll just reach this kind of device limit at some point where, um, you know, you'll, You'll you'll get smarter, you'll get more devices and, and things will, will peak out, that's all. Okay, um, cool. But you'll definitely get better Wi-Fi from the 449. Let me be very clear. You buy the 449, it'll yep. solve your Wi-Fi problem immediately. Uh,
4: thank you. That is
2: great news. What are you paying for your 4G mobile hotspot?
4: Um, so I've actually just upgraded at the moment um, 200 gig for $70 a month. But Optus have just done a unlimited um, 4G um, for $59 a month.
2: Mm. Oh, And how do you like the speed? Is it everything you need?
4: Um, well, at the moment, nobody's been allowed to really use the speed for anything because we run a business. Mm. And so everybody streaming gets into a lot of trouble if they use the 200 gig up for all the month.
2: Have you looked at alternatives?
4: Uh, no, I haven't.
2: Then – because you mentioned business, and I'm not suggesting you're flying and you're rolling in money, but uh, you know it could be a nice business deduction, and I I, I have one and I don't even use it. Um, I I would investigate Starlink. Okay, the, the satellite system. It is phenomenal. So. Because you're in a fixed property, you're not moving around. Um, it's basically a satellite dish gets delivered. It's and it's expensive. Well, let me be clear. You know, you're talking eight hundred dollars to get the satellite, but it's it's yep. very easy to install. You just put it in the backyard and it'll just set itself up, or you can get someone to put it on the roof, whatever you need. Cable comes into the house. Um, it's got a little you know modem that you plug the Orbi into then, uh, right. and it's one hundred and thirty nine dollars a month, unlimited, yep. but I'm talking speeds that M B N can't get close to on satellite. Um, oh, really? 5g can, can get close to, uh, and better yeah. then, but uh, I mean, it's, it's proving to be an unbelievable thing for people exactly like you, rural, uh, property, um, just on the fringe of proper access to, to the network. And this Bloom and satellite thing is just doing amazing things. So worth investigating. And and the, the great thing here is you don't need to do the two together. You can go, go today, go to JB's, buy the Orbi, boom, set that up. You've got yourself great Wi-Fi. And then you go, oh, listen, now we've got good Wi-Fi, we're starting to hit the limit of this 4G or the capacity or whatever it is, um, and then you go, we should look at an alternative, and if there's no NBN fixed wireless or um, uh, actual cabled internet coming to your home, Starlink. Unbelievable.
4: All right, thank you very much. I will. I'll have a good look at it.
2: My pleasure. Get in touch anytime. Good on you, Lisa. Have a great day. Cheers, you too. Um, yeah, great, great stuff. Um, I think Lisa's going to. Be blown away by the Wi-Fi. When you go from in um, you know, a little basic modem uh, and then you throw in great Wi-Fi, just change your world. The problem is if if you have capacity issues and stuff, you start to then hit the limits of what the internet, and this is the whole thing we talk about a lot. You get great Wi-Fi, you're getting to finally use the full capacity of your internet. But if you've got not great internet, and you start to get great Wi Fi, you start to push the limits of what your internet can do. So, fun and games. This is the EFTM podcast. EFTM. Great to be taking your calls. Trevor Long uh, here on the EFTM podcast. Mark's on the line. G'day, Mark. Hey, Trevor, how are you? Good, mate. What, what's happening?
5: I stumbled across eBay, and I'm like, oh, here's a really good deal. I'm going to steer well clear of it, though. <laughs> right well what was it you know well it was uh, an ssd drive and um they were saying okay come and get this 20 terabyte ssd drive i love having extra storage and then i looked at the price and it said 45 australian dollars and i'm like this doesn't smell right uh and uh, to me like if i'm gonna get an ssd if i get um uh something like a Samsung T7, I'm probably going to be looking at 150, 200 bucks for yeah. uh, one terabyte. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. So for me, a 20 terabyte um, SSD for $45 is ridiculously cheap. And in my personal opinion, most likely a scam.
2: Do you know this is my biggest problem with uh, the internet, frankly? And I've winched I've about it before. I've done videos about it, you know, where stuff is not just too good to be true, it just isn't. What, what it says it is. I remember ordering last year a Christmas tree that on TikTok, you press a button and it kind of made itself. It, it grew. I received a tea towel. Um, So, yeah, not how it works. And, and the thing is, I don't even know where to go to complain about that or to get it back because it's not through a big retailer like eBay, which is why it's fascinating that you've found one that's on eBay. You sent me the link. I'm looking at it now, right? 20 terabyte, yeah. portable hard drive, solid state. And so we're talking about one of those little drives you might just you know hook up to a Microsoft Surface Laptop Go, which is a great device, but you know very little storage. So you put this in, and hey, you've got all your files and videos or whatever stored. What's interesting yeah. is, a I got to tell you, and I think you'd think the same thing. And it just looks cheap in the photos, and it's like, hang on a minute, this doesn't feel like you know certainly doesn't feel like Samsung quality marketing. And then I hovered over one of the one of the images. It says large capacity three capacities available, one terabyte, two terabyte, and there's no third listed, yet the eBay listing is for 20 terabytes. I got Exactly. It. I, mean, what you, I bet you any money if you bought this, you would buy, it would come, it would be a little hard drive, but it would be two terabytes. I reckon they've literally typed it wrong.
5: Oh, I actually even think I was doing a little bit of research online to yeah. – find out about scams and uh there's um a few uh videos online which uh describe how um people put a usb um stick into it and then uh like glue it all up and then uh they present it as um falsely reporting that it's got two terabytes when you run some tests on it it shows the actual capacity is uh like 128 gig or something like that so it um it's very wrong that eBay don't have some kind of human to uh, go through and check these kind of listings. I mean,
2: well, here's what I'm going to do I'm going to buy a red one. <laughs> and that's going to be fast. We know that's going to work. Exactly. The kit. So I just looked at, like, in the drop down, there's three capacities available. Yet in the drop down, there are like nine different capacities from 500 gig up to one, two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, fourteen, sixteen. 10, 12, 14, 16. Twenty terabytes. So I'm going to buy the twenty terabyte. Buy it now. Sign in. I'm going to buy this because I'm just curious. Well, let's be honest. Curiosity wanted, killed the cat. If I was a cat, I'd be one dead cat.
5: I want to see a video teardown of this when you just like pull it apart, like I fix it. To <laughs> see what it actually looks like.
2: I don't even think I have that capability. Like, I'm. Just, that's not. That's not my thing. But still, um, what I need to do um, is like screenshot the hell out of this website and this listing so that I've got this when I do have the, have the thing arrive because 45 bucks. I mean, let's just quickly while we're here, JB hi-fi, right? So what would you expect? A hard drive? Let's for 45 bucks. Um, you probably wouldn't expect too much, uh, category portable hard drive. Um, Let's not worry about brand. Let's just go by sort price, low to high, $69 for a Seagate, one terabyte. Yeah. So I'm paying exactly. 20 bucks less for potentially 20 times the storage. Now, one of a few things is going to happen here. It is the worst quality and is 20 terabytes. It is the worst quality and is 128 megabytes and has a virus on it. Um, yep. You know, there's there's so many potential options, aren't there? It's there are. It's like which one it is, is going to happen. Scary. So, for the record, everyone listening, I've bought a red one because this is likely to go wrong as well. It'll be a different colour, Um and we'll see what happens. You should get it by the 29th of July. Jesus,
5: <laughs> that's what two and a half, three weeks uh, lead time. Oh, Surely man. they can get better supplies than that.
2: And, and then and here's it was the interesting. Thing. You know, I. I I buy a lot on Amazon, I won't lie. I buy a lot on Amazon. And even this week, I've just bought I bought lights. I don't know why. I just wanted new lights, uh, different things. And they're not what they, like they appeared to be, but they do do what they said they would. My wife asked yeah. me to buy, way well our kids are celiac, and so we often, they, they send hot lunches to school and we have these thermoses, but we didn't think the thermos was the best way to eat it, so we bought these bowls off Amazon. And I received them yesterday, and I just texted my wife. I said, These bowls are rubbish. I can tell you from the get go, they're, you know, it's like comparing to, the photo was was of like a Tupperware, not product, but a, you know, quality. It looked good. Whereas what we received was $2 shop. And that's the problem with online shopping, don't you reckon? Like you just, oh, absolutely. it's a huge risk. It's so
5: much. Absolutely. It's so much risk on what you do get. And, I, for a lot of purchases, I would say, do not go um, something that's not uh, a brand name because uh, there's a lot more chance that you're going to be burned. Yeah. Um. In fact, uh, just to put the cherry on the on the cake here. I uh, did send a message to the um, supplier just to uh, get their thoughts, and uh, the reply was, um, actually my question was, how are you able to sell a 20 terabyte SSD for 45 Australian dollars when other reputable companies uh, sell them for three or four times the price? The reply was, looking for an excellent supplier. Thank you.
2: Oh, man. Well, here I am. I'll take one for the team, and I will report back dutifully sometime in August, I suspect, um, about, if you're lucky. about what you made me buy, Mark. Okay? And t- I tell you, I'll put it this way. Mark, if it's a 20 terabyte SSD, I will send it to you. Okay? If it's legit oh, 20 terabytes, it's yours. All right? Definitely. But any- I'm up for that. Anything less, it's a TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. You're on your Terrific. mark. Always good to chat, mate. Um, talk to you Definitely. soon. Definitely. And if you uh, if you've seen something online like Mark has, um, I'd love to see it because look, I I'm frustrated by it because I know that Mark's got a good eye. He's he's seen that. He's realised that. I I can see what these are. These are uh, these are factory photos, and they are looking for supplies. They're looking for people who will sell these in quantity. You know, little stores and stuff. It's just, this is the problem with online. This is the problem with marketplaces. I loved eBay when it was an auction website, when you and I could sell stuff. I didn't mind when shops could also sell stuff, but when it became a marketplace that, you know, I just it's just lost its way a bit in that sense, and that's a bit sad. We'll see what we get, and then we'll ask eBay what they can do to stop it. Thank you for listening. Great to have your company once again. Uh, appreciate all your feedback when it comes through. Um, when it doesn't, I just feel lonely. It's simple as that. Um, always be, feel free to send me a feedback note. Um, go to the website, EFTM.com, Hit me up on social media, wherever I am. Say day, um, And we'll be back again next week. Uh, another week of school holidays. Joy. And another week of your calls. If you've got a tech question, you know where to go. Eftm.com. Uh, Two Blokes Talking Tech this week and the movies still to come in the Two Blokes Talking Tech feed. If you're listening to this show in the Two Blokes Talking Tech feed, hope you're enjoying all the content. If you haven't sampled all our other podcasts, please do so. The Best Movies You've Never Seen is such a fun show to do, um, such an exploration of different movies that it's well worth a listen and we'd appreciate you doing so. The Best Movies You've Never Seen. Give it a listen, Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. But I'll be back here on the EFTM podcast next week see you then EFTM you're listening to
0: the
5: podcast. EFTM podcast